the International Door Association's DoorCast. The ITA DoorCast will provide news and notes from the building and remodeling industry and tips and tidbits to help you improve your business. Now, here's your DoorCast host, IDA Executive Director, Mike Fisher. Welcome to today's DoorCast, brought to you live from the Winding Bar Cafe. My guest today is Doug Schatz, the VP of Partnerships with IDA's preferred provider, Market Hardware. We're going to talk today about how to stay on top online. So pull up a chair and give a listen. Hi, Doug. Thank you for joining IDA's DoorCast. Hey, Mike. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm excited to be here. We're going to go through some questions today about market hardware uh, ability to help our members. Before we do, why don't you start and tell us a little bit more about market hardware for our listeners? Yeah, so market hardware is a website and web marketing company that's been working with home service professionals for the past 18 years. Specifically, we've had a relationship with IDA since 2007, and we've been great partners and have helped many members improve their website, their overall placement. But above all else, we focus on educating door dealers about the best ways to navigate the challenges of growing their businesses online. So as we start looking at marketing for door dealers, can you share with us what are the trends that you're seeing for digital marketing that affect door dealers, not just in 2021, but also beyond? Yeah, if if you look at the past... 10, but even 15 or 20 years, the way that businesses market themselves online has changed significantly. And specifically, Google is the organization and we're, we're marching to the beat of their drum, whether we like it or not, unfortunately. And at this pace, one of the most important things that we've seen are the ability for door dealers to take advantage of some of the most important tools that Google makes available to them. One thing we've seen be a great lever for door dealers to pull to increase their leads, not just last year, not just in 2021, but beyond, are local service ads, which is also known as the Google Guaranteed Program. This is a pay-per-lead model that's very different than the traditional Angie's List or Home Advisor programs that other door dealers have experienced. And for our clients, as well as IDA members who may not be market hardware clients, We've seen great opportunity, high quality leads coming through this and something we encourage door dealers to engage with as they go forward. Additionally, social media is always a hot trend that we get a lot of questions about when it comes to Facebook or Instagram. We always want to make sure IDA members have a great presence online, not just on Google, but on Facebook as well. And while consumers can't go to Facebook these days to search for garage door repair near me the same way they can when they go to Google, leveraging Facebook as an inexpensive advertising tool in a targeted way can produce great results for IDA members. When you talk about Google tools, how difficult is it for a door dealer to stay on top of this? It sounds complicated, is it? It's a great question. When it comes to local service ads, It is free for IDA members to sign up. That being said, you have to go through an application process, and it can take about 15 minutes to sign up and typically two to three weeks for you to qualify for the program. But there are other great free tools that we want every IDA member to take advantage of. Your Google My Business page, for example, something every IDA member needs to leverage. That's where Google has essentially an online profile about your business your company name, your contact information, and most importantly, 
those key reviews that drive referrals into customers and also serves as a tool to help you rank higher on Google. So before you do anything else, I want to make sure every IDA member has their free Google My Business page, which only takes about five minutes to sign up for. That sounds like a great tip. We've heard a lot about Google My Business and, on a side note, about fake listings or scam listings within Google search results for the building products industry and service companies in particular. What can you tell us about that in terms of how our industry, how the door industry has been impacted compared to other service professional groups when it comes to those types of results within Google? Well, while there's many industries where there are a lot of fake Google My Business pages out there, the door industry seems to be unfairly impacted in terms of the number of Google My Business pages that we've seen get suspended, deleted, or marked as spam. In particular, many of the folks listening to our podcast today have probably experienced this in the past 24 months or so. The reason for that, folks, is because Google was reacting to publicity it received regarding 10 million plus listings that were deemed fake. And in doing so, they marked many legitimate listings as fake or spam. So we had a lot of clients come to us with questions about how do we solve this? What's happened? And it took quite a bit of time to sort through that. So the door industry has fallen under the umbrella of, well, if we think it's fake, then we have to assume that it is fake with Google. It was the easiest way for Google to negate the negative publicity they had received, but in doing so, they severely impacted thousands of legitimate businesses across the country. Now, one other important thing to note here, the door industry was adversely impacted because there were a lot of illegitimate Google My Business pages created by not so ethical operators who are out there. And so Google took a big broom, tried to sweep out all of those folks, but a lot of good IDA members and door dealers were caught in the mess. What it sounds like you're telling me is that Google recognized an issue and responded by overcorrecting and then unfortunately ran some of our dealers off of the road a little bit. It also sounds like they took the guilty and less proven innocent approach. Is that an accurate way to assess it? That's exactly what happened. Google took the approach of let's try to remove this negative publicity by saying we're doing something about it. And in doing so, lots of great service providers were negatively impacted in a way that, quite frankly, took a long time to get corrected. We've seen many IDA members and door dealers spend weeks or even months trying to get their Google My Business pages reinstated. And because there's nobody at Google where you can pick up the phone and actually speak to a representative to help you solve these issues, a lot of IDA members were getting the runaround. Through our experience working through some of these challenges, we found some good ways to try to solve this. No two experiences were actually the same, believe it or not, but Google seems to be in a better place and there are fewer listings that are getting marked as spam or illegitimate. Remember, the Google My Business page is a core part of your online presence because when somebody searches for your business by name, it's the first thing they see on the right side of the page. The reviews that are there, the contact information that's there, it either lends credibility to what you do, or if it doesn't come up, you could be missing out on a significant amount of business. And so many door dealers 
had dozens or even hundreds of reviews that were removed from the web while Google was going through this process. So we had a lot of conversations with IDA members and door dealers where we had to help walk them through this and reassure them that we and the good operators out there were doing everything we could to help solve this. It does sound like Google has been trying to do the right thing. And given the prevalence of the bad Bob phenomenon that we're all very well familiar with, it sounds like things are actually looking up for the door dealer industry. I would agree with you. I think that it's a occurrence of right intention, poor execution on their part. When it comes to the door industry, we do see door dealers dealing with fewer problems. When it comes to Google, there are still some hurdles to jump through. For example, when you want to run traditional Google ads, or also known as pay-per-click, door dealers have to go through a process called advanced verification. They are one of only two industries across the entire country that has to go through this process with Google. So there are still some hoops that you have to jump through. But we are seeing the other side of this be a lot easier than it was two, three, four years ago. Hopefully, Google has corrected many of their errors. I'm not holding my breath, Mike. I hope they're working on it. But we are seeing a more natural, expedient resolution of a lot of the problems that door dealers were dealing with months or years ago come quickly. You mentioned reviews. It sounds to me like that's the key of how the online experience from someone who is looking for a garage door can interact with a company without directly interacting. In other words, it's the word of mouth that we use online. How should door dealers be looking at their reviews and, and responding to negative reviews that might be posted? Yeah, reviews are always a hot button topic. We refer to them, or I like to refer to them as your online insurance policy. No matter how good you are at what you do, you're going to get negative reviews, whether it comes from former employee, a competitor, or even a semi-legitimate source. You have to expect that negative reviews are going to happen. When they do, the best way to handle them is take the situation offline. Try to resolve it by contacting the person to whom you provided service first with a phone call. You'd be surprised how often you can resolve the situation that way. Now, if a review was written by a former employee or a competitor, the best way to handle that review is actually to not fan the flames. It's very easy for IDA members to go in and try to write their side of the story. But every time you write a response to a review, you have to look at it through the lens of the next person who sees it and a person a year down the road or three years down the road. What you write online lives in pen. It's not written in pencil. So Let's say you get a negative review from a former employee. The best way to handle it is write a response that says, Dear so-and-so, we reviewed our system and didn't find any record of you being a customer of ours. Is it possible this review was meant for someone else? You're not engaging with the former employee. And to that next customer down the road, you look like a professional because you're not ignoring what was written. Now, the most important thing that you need to do is focus on generating positive reviews. Your positive review strategy is your online insurance policy. The more positive reviews you have, the less impact that any potential negative review has on your business. So there are lots of review programs out there. One of the great things we're really proud to do at Market Hardware is we provide free review alerts to all IDA members. It's something that we provide as a member benefit and are thrilled to be able to give to members. 
you need to know what's being said about your business. You also need to make sure that when you finish a great job, you are sending a follow-up email to that customer, thanking them for their business, and providing a direct link to your Google My Business page where they can write a review. That direct link is the true key. If you give someone three places to write a review, Google, Facebook, Yelp, statistically speaking, they're actually not going to take any of those three options. No matter how great you are at what you do, you have to lead them to water. And here's the great thing about reviews, Mike. It's free to generate them. Yes, it takes time. And yes, so many IDA members are running their businesses, and it's easy to forget this is a key part of your online strategy. But you have to make sure you send that follow-up email because reviews are key for two things, folks. Reviews are key for referrals who hear about you from friends, family member, neighbors. Even when they hear about you, the first thing they do is what? They pull out their phone and they Google you. You need to have great reviews. And generating those reviews to your Google My Business page is also going to help you with your search ranking. So make sure you handle those negative reviews. Make sure you have a positive review strategy. And make sure you're paying attention to what's being said about your business online. Doug, let's take a segue into the world of Facebook. You did mention social media a minute ago. When we look at our online presence, there are structured reviews, and then there's a the word of mouth in the discussions that happen in community-based Facebook groups. So what advice would you give to a door dealer just to kind of make sure that they're not missing something in the world of social media? Not just an opportunity maybe for a lead, but also to make sure that the conversations that are happening where people are talking about your company are actually being seen and providing you a chance to respond. That's a great question, Mike. Typically in social media platforms like Facebook, you want to make sure, first of all, like you do with your Google reviews, that you have notifications turned on. We have a lot of clients where we've seen when we review their social media status and the notifications are turned off, they're missing a lot of the great things that are being said about their business. So start with the notifications. The second thing I would recommend is monitor local groups where appropriate. If you have friends, family members, neighbors who pay attention to or engage in these groups, make sure that they share that feedback with you. Now, when People typically write something about a business in a local Facebook group. They will tag that business, and you should receive a notification that something is being said about you. When that happens, you want to make sure that you don't fan the flames. Thanks, Doug. So if someone posted a negative comment about your business, how would you respond to that? The first thing you want to make sure you do with Facebook or any other social media platform is ensure that you have your notifications turned on. This should make sure that you are informed when someone says anything about your business, whether it's positive or negative. And it's also a great idea to monitor local groups when appropriate. That way you know what's happening on the ground. Whether it's good, bad, or otherwise, you have to make sure that you know what's being said about your business online so you can take the right approach to engage with whomever it is that's saying it. All right, Doug, so let me ask you a follow-up question. What do you recommend our dealers should do to respond to positive reviews on Facebook? For example, it could be actually a comment on their Facebook page, or it could be a comment in a community page. That's a great question, Mike. Anytime a positive review is written about your business, whether it's on Facebook or any other platform, it's incredibly important that you respond to that review. And you want to make sure that you personalize your response as much as possible. 
simply writing something like, thank you very much for your feedback, that can come across as not as personal as we are looking for when we have door dealers communicate with clients or customers that had a great experience. So make sure that you give them the great feedback and provide a personal anecdote. Uh, thank you so much for having us in your home. We really appreciate you working with Doug's Overhead Door Company. That kind of communication is what makes a positive review more impactful because the way that you respond is not just about that great experience the client had. It's about what the next customer sees down the road, whether it's a week, a month, or even a year down the road, they want to know that you're engaging with them once you've provided that service. Additionally, when it comes to comments in either community groups or on other Facebook pages, when you're tagged, you want to make sure that you are giving positive reinforcement the same way that you do with a positive review. That engagement is critical for each successive customer who comes down the line. So Doug, you used the word reinforcement. So you're trying to reinforce that behavior. It, it almost sounds like you are trying to reward the individual who posted that for you. That's exactly right. We want to reward that individual, but we want to focus on a really strong awareness strategy. When you positively respond to reviews, it's about creating awareness that your business is home, the lights are on, and someone's paying attention. And when you effectively implement that strategy, it leads to more positive or potential customers down the line who see the engagement. That so you've hopefully had. their neighbors, their friends will see that review and then they will see your response to the review and they'll say, this is somebody that we would want to do business with. That's exactly right. Whether they hear about you from friend, family member, neighbor, the first thing any potential customer does is go online and look you up. And when you have that positive reinforcement of the experience that a customer had, they're going to feel really good about picking up the phone and calling you. Okay, Doug. So there's a car dealer in the area where I live that runs television advertising. And one of the things that they say in their ads is, we will become good friends. I kind of found that to be a little bit trite as I watch it on TV. But I think that's a pretty interesting way to try to engage customers and try to make that connection. So is this really about connecting I think a great way to describe it is people want to work with real people. If they feel like they're just another customer, just a cog in the machine, then they're going to be far less interested in working with your business. Ultimately, every homeowner or potential customer wants to have a problem solved. But when you add in the personal aspect, when you communicate with them, when you work with them, and when they can visually see it on Facebook or other platforms like Google My Business, they're going to feel a lot better about saying, wow, these folks are paying attention. They know what's being said about them online, and they're going to give me the best possible service. That they That's can. interesting because in my sales career, I always said people buy from people. So I think this is a perfect example of how that bears fruition. I think that's a very important part of this marketing piece that we can do with our online presence. But speaking of online presence, there's more than just Facebook out there. And I know there's been some focus on some other platforms, things like Instagram or LinkedIn. Can you comment about how those other platforms could or couldn't work possibly for door dealers in today's digital world? Absolutely. In my career, I've seen a lot of new trends come along where we have interested clients who say, is this something I should be doing or is that something I should be doing? What we really want to focus on is what is the ultimate goal? What is the purpose that this platform or this opportunity is going to serve your business? So a good example 
uh, would be Facebook. It's very important to have a presence online in Facebook, um, but there are other platforms out there like uh, LinkedIn or Instagram that we get questions about all the time. At this time, we don't see Instagram as being a great customer acquisition strategy. It can be great for branding, get out there, have people see your name, have people see the work that you do. But we haven't seen a direct correlation between Instagram and a lot of new customer acquisition just yet. Another platform is LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great business connection tool, but it's not great for B2C. Uh, we are not seeing LinkedIn serve a purpose for many of our clients because you're not getting yourself in front of homeowners. Now, if you're a commercial operation, LinkedIn does provide some opportunities for you to touch base with potential business owners or potential customers. That being said, it takes time. It's not the easiest platform to use when you're looking to acquire customers. It can be good for connecting with potential customers. But Instagram and LinkedIn are not the platforms that I advise most IDA members to delve into at this point until they provide more opportunities for more customer acquisition. All right, Doug, thanks. So what it sounds like you're telling me is you have to have an internet presence and a social media presence, specifically using Facebook as one of the best ways to reach consumers in particular. Walk me through that. I think that Facebook is a great tool, but it brings me back to what we talked about earlier, which is Google is the number one place you have to be found. When we're talking about customer acquisition, that's where people go to make buying decisions. Today, you can't go to Facebook and say, I'm looking for a garage door dealer near me. That's what Google is for. Now, Facebook is great for branding. It's great for reviews. And there are advertising avenues that you can use to target really those key clients who you haven't yet reached to bring them through your marketing funnel. But Google and Facebook are the two most important avenues through which new customers should be reaching you today. Doug, we know there are a lot of ways to grow your business online, a lot of different strategies, a lot of different platforms. But let's focus, let's try to stream in on the core strategies that you recommend that apply to all door dealers. The number one thing every door dealer has to do is have a great website in place to start with. Anything that you do with your marketing strategy thereafter is going to be based on having a great foundation in place. And the website is the foundation of your online presence. If you're working with a website that's five years old or more, you're going to be wasting marketing dollars trying to drive potential customers to that website. So it always starts with a great user-friendly, mobile-friendly, and Google-friendly website. The second thing that we've been talking about for many years now is a strong search engine optimization campaign. When you rank well on Google for the top services you provide in the top cities you serve, you will acquire more new customers. So it's all about going outside of just the city where you're physically located and having an optimization strategy that tells Google, we don't just provide these services in X city, we also serve A, B, and C. So website first, SEO second, and the third core strategy is local service ads. This is a relatively new program from Google, a cost per lead program where we have seen high quality leads coming to IDA members at a relatively low cost. It's free to sign up for the local service ads program. It's also known as Google Guaranteed. That may ring a bell 
with some of the folks that are listening to our podcast here, but having local service ads be a part of your online strategy is something we highly recommend for every IDA. Google service ads is a different take on the market aggregators and other types of lead generators, whether it's Angie's List, Home Advisor, Porch, and a lot of other platforms that are arising now. It seems like that part of the digital marketing world is really growing. What's the difference between those types of commercial market aggregators and the Google-based Google service ads program? I'm so glad you asked. This comes up a lot with IDA members that I speak with. Local service ads costs you nothing to sign up. It's free. You do pay for leads. And what is the biggest differentiator from those lead aggregators is it's a one-to-one connection with the customer. It's not one-to-three or one-to-five where that potential customer is looking for the lowest priced option. One-to-one connection, lower cost per lead. And of course, this is Google. This is where people go to search for service providers. And when they see your local service ad coming up on the top of the search results, they're not even going to get down to the potential lead aggregators like Angie's List or HomeAdvisor. So is Google taking the reins and saying, we want to provide homeowners or consumers with the best possible service providers out there? And when they do that in a one-to-one connection, we're seeing very high close rates for the clients that we work with. So this happens to me all the time. I'm heading to a business that I already know and I've already frequented, but I don't have the number saved in my phone. So I pick up my iPhone and I go to the search engine and I search for Bill's restaurant. And then the return I get also often includes a phone number. So when I click on that phone number, what happens? I call the company, make a reservation, and then I go and have dinner. What is the transaction that's happening behind the scenes on that? If a customer who knows you by name goes to Google to search for your business and they find your phone number in your Google My Business page, that's usually the first thing that they see. That's where we see that call button come up for them to directly connect with you. There is no cost associated with you receiving that phone call from that potential customer. Is that hold true also for other platforms like Yelp? When it comes to Yelp and other online directories, typically it's free for you to receive phone calls from numbers that are on those different platforms or directories, unless you are paying for a call tracking service that is separate from a traditional phone call that would come into you. The more we talk about this, Doug, the more complicated it seems. And I know I asked you for a simple strategy, but it does sound like you should have a core focus, but then also be aware of the other transactions that can happen in other ways to reach the customer. The number one thing I recommend every IDA member focus on is their SEO strategy. Ranking well on Google in the organic results is the smartest thing that any door dealer can do because when you have great organic rankings, you don't pay for those leads and they tend to be the highest quality leads. People who make buying decisions in the organic results tend to be savvier buyers, folks who have done their research, folks who are not going to haggle with you over price, but are ready and willing to work with you. A good SEO strategy focuses on short, medium, and long-term objectives, and that's why it's a core part of what I recommend for every IDA member, no matter what you do or where you So, Doug, it sounds like that's tip number one, that our door dealers should do is to make sure their SEO strategy sets the foundation for all of the other online marketing activities that they engage in. Having a strong SEO strategy is the number one thing you should be doing with your business. That being said, Mike, there are a lot of scam artists out there who are looking to take advantage of the lack of institutional knowledge that door dealers might have about how SEO works. It takes patience 
It takes having the right provider. And the three core tenets of what make SEO successful is knowing what to do, actually doing it, and then being able to report on it. If someone makes promises or guarantees that sound too good to be true, then it probably is like so many other things. So realistic expectations and having some patience around SEO is what's going to help you achieve the goals that you have and help you grow your business in a measurable and consistent way. Let's talk just briefly about the services that Market Hardware provides through IDA for our dealer members. So we've been a partner with IDA for over 13 years now, and we do everything from building custom websites to search engine optimization, Google Ads management, social media management, review monitoring, and even email newsletters. We want to provide every digital tool that an IDA member needs to be successful online. And we focus on education as a core principle so that you know social media will ultimately provide you with X and SEO will ultimately provide you with Y. Because the goal here is realistic expectations and having a great partner, not just a vendor, but a partner when it comes to your online strategy. So Market Hardware, in essence, Doug, is a consultant for the door dealer to manage their online presence. You said it even better than I could. Well, there's a first. So, Doug, what's the best way for our members or any other listeners to get in touch with you? Anyone who's interested in a consultation, and they are always free, that's a free member benefit as part of being an IDA member, can email IDA at markethardware.com and speak with me or one of my colleagues. You can also call 888-262-8761. We are here and ready to educate you. Even if we're not going to be the best fit for what you're looking to accomplish, we will be the first to tell you. Our relationship with IDA relies on us being educational consultants for every member. Just like this DoorCast episode. And speaking of DoorCast episodes, it's time for us to bring this one to a close. I want to thank you, Doug. been very informative, and we really appreciate your engagement with IDA and with our members, of course. So thanks for coming in and talking with us today. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Mike. So that concludes today's episode of the IDA Doorcast. I want to, again, thank Doug Schatz for his time and his efforts and his support of the industry. So until next time, this is Mike Fisher, IDA's Executive Director, signing off from the Winding Bar Cafe, hoping that we will see you next time. And thanks for joining us today. This is Mike Fisher, signing off from the Winding Bar Cafe. See you next time on the IDA Doorcast. Thank you for listening to the IDA Doorcast. Be sure to catch our next episode. For more information about IDA, visit doors.org. See you next time.